Flavor Odyssey is brought to you by Drew Estate, the rebirth of cigars, and Smokin' Cigars, voted number one in selection and customer service. A Flavor Odyssey. And now from Cigar Dojo Studio Lot B, your hosts, Robbie Raz and Randy Griggs. And the audience <laughs> continues. Wow, after a great start. Jordan, I blame Jordan completely. <laughs> continues. What's up, Dojo Nation? Welcome to another episode of Flavor Odyssey. I'm your host, Robbie Raz. Here's our co-host, Randy Griggs. Now, for all of you listening on podcast, Randy on the screen is actually to my left. And when I say, and our co-host, and I point, you can't see that because you're not watching, you're listening on podcast. But I have to point to my right. I have to actually, like, I really have to think about that at the beginning of every show. Randy, I felt like it was important for our podcast audience to know that. I had the same issue, and so, you know what I did? I just mirrored myself. So when I look at my dad, looks like I'm looking at my dad. Oh, you can mirror your but camera. I'm mirrored. It's science. Oh, science. All right. Well, we're off the rails already. Sorry. Welcome to another episode of Flavor Odyssey. Coming to you live from Lot B and Lot B minus out here in uh, wintry, I guess, California. Uh, Randy's over there getting his cigar lit. We've got a very interesting pairing. I'm really excited about this cocktail because like, up until, like, I don't know, like 48 hours ago, I had no idea that it even existed. Um, and I've got two of them today because there was a specific, well, there's that. And there's a very specific, uh, ingredient in here that I referenced during the live show, Randy, which you may have watched because you, you were not doing it. Um, but, uh, we'll get into that into in a minute. Randy, how are you feeling today? I am doing phenomenal. Phenomenal. Oh, that's my cue. Phenomenal. Oh yeah. Yeah. Hit it. Uh, Doing really, really well. I've had a great week so far. I've got uh, nothing but good things in store for the rest of the week. Um, super excited to uh, get into this pairing. I, too, am excited about uh, learning about this new cocktail. But, well, we'll get into that. I had some issues with my recipe. but uh, Yeah, yeah you did. <laughs> Randy calls me up. He's like, hey, can I use... What did, what did you want to use? Cointreau Quant- in this, Quantro. which which really fits absolutely nowhere in this cocktail. And I was like, yeah, yeah, may as well use vodka instead of rum, and uh, you know, throw some absinthe in there, and just see what happens. Well, so, I was I was also out of my Agonorsa bitters, and so <laughs> I had I had to uh, use this um, Angostura. I like Agonorsa. Yeah, yeah. So I you're thought, using. I, you're using Peychaud's bitters, which have uh, nowhere near the same flavor. Your no, cocktail? That's pronounced Partagas bitters. <laughs> no, I think it's Peychaud's. 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 It's something along those lines. But that actually has a bit of an anise flavor to it. It does. Interesting. Yeah. This is not what this cocktail is supposed and, to taste like. And by the way, I don't care what you say. I did go with the orange liqueur. I, uh, <laughs> you made some sort of mutant version <laughs> of this cocktail that I, I don't I, even... I and a blood orange? And, and a little blood orange juice because I didn't have the orange bitters. I'm really excited about it. Can, can, we, just, can, can we just remove Randy from tonight's show? <laughs> like, this is, 
Like what what happens when remember when you're in in elementary school and you don't do your homework like you have to we had to sit on the bench during recess. That's what we had to do. Or there was they had a line you have to stand on the line which you basically you could stand there while the other kids got to go play. I think we should make Randy sit on the bench during this <laughs> they, episode. Just just kill his mic so he can't speak but keep they, his camera on. They would make me take my entire desk out into the hallway and sit outside the door. That's it. You're out there. <laughs> Take, take, your, take everything out. <laughs> yeah, Randy, the instructions are not that hard to follow. Uh, anyway, we'll, we'll get into it. Uh, obviously, there's going to be... Th- and andy has got you know, several beers lined up. This is... Boy. I, I think this might be Randy's last season. <laughs> Sorry to get that feeling. Uh, all right. At least I know the boys in Colorado kind of followed... Uh, Oof, we didn't do much better. Uh, yeah, we we I think we did pretty well, good. We did okay, but we don't have the cigar. Instead, we're smoking <gasps> sassy number two. What? Sassy two. I had to open a fresh bundle. That's that is a nice cigar. So okay, this is awesome. I'm pairing by myself today. But we're we <laughs> got along with. Anybody in the audience who is playing along, if uh, if you are, please chime in. Because well, our cocktail's not too far off. We just uh, we couldn't get the uh, allspice. Yeah, it's, that was the one thing that, and I mentioned this during the during the live um, on on Tuesday, that I think the allspice, at least the way that I looked at this recipe, was was kind of optional. Um, they didn't list it that way, but it's allspice is a very specific. I mean, you know what allspice is. You have some in your cabinet. Just take a sniff, and that's what it tastes like. It uh, it gives kind of a it gives a spicy characteristic to the cocktail. Um, it's kind of seasonal, really, um, with uh, the Christmas season, and you know, kind of adds to that. No, Randy, I'm not going to call on you. Thank you for raising your hand, though. Um, no, you cannot use the bathroom. Uh, <laughs> so I actually made one of each. I made one with and one one without. The cocktail that we're talking about is a rum old fashioned. Uh, I'll give everyone the recipe real quick just so we can uh, get this out of the way. Uh, two ounces. So I pulled this recipe from liquor.com, but you can find it anywhere. And again, I didn't know that a rum old-fashioned was a thing until, you know, two days ago. Uh, two ounces of dark – they say dark rum. I went aged rum. I went to two ounces of uh, Florida Cognac 12. They say one bar spoon, which ends up being like – a bar spoon's kind of like half a teaspoon, I guess. Uh, of uh, demerara syrup. Demerara, and I don't know if I'm saying that right, is more of a pure cane sugar. It's like sugar in the raw. It has kind of a, a uh, it's it's a maybe unrefined. I don't, I don't know the difference or, or the terminology there. But uh, it's basically just simple syrup that has a little bit of molasses in it. Randy probably knows a bit more about that than I do, which is why he's raising, raising his hand. Robbie. Also calls, yeah. I'm raising my hand too. Don't <laughs> you think, <laughs> don't you think simple syrup wise, you could pretty much always use either Demerara or Turbinado. Like, that'll just enhance any cocktail. More or less, yeah. Yeah, much like you say, any cocktail should have bitters. Uh, bitters. Right. I, let's let's not too. jack around. So you can, absolutely. I didn't have any uh, Demerara sugar, so I just went with regular plain old simple I didn't syrup. Either, or you could I, just, I talk yeah. a big game, but I can't. That's, it's <laughs> that's in my awesome. plans. Like, from now on, that's it. Moving forward, I'm going to buy some of that. No, and well, I think well, you're right. I, it's just going to bring a little bit more depth of flavor. Randy, go ahead. So to stay on that depth of flavor, I went with my, my man Hall of Fame Kevin Acuff's uh, 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 recommendation and just made some brown sugar simple syrup. But I don't think that's going to taste the same. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
All right, I'm drinking something different. <laughs> you are, you, I, you know what? I'd be willing to bet, and there's no way we could ever know, but I feel really confident that you are the only person in the history of people to drink what you're drinking right now. No one else in the, the history of the world has ever made this. You are drinking the Randy. Everybody, uh, you know, this is, you know, we should, if this is good, and I give it a thumbs up, we should, like, baptize this. We, you, everyone that tunes in to the show today, yeah, you witnessed the creation of a new cocktail. You're in, welcome. Indeed. You're welcome. <laughs> now, yes. Kevin Acuff is pointing out in the comments that if you look around, most rum old-fashioned recipes don't even call for the allspice. Mm. I looked, I found several... Uh, that did and some that didn't. And to be completely honest, I just went with this one because it was liquor.com that was the most reputable website. Some of the other ones were like, We just know. got our cocktails delivered, boys. Thanks, man. Yeah, I see. I don't even have that this week. It sucks. <sighs> you got to have that. I had, I had to make two of them, had to make them myself. It was just terrible. <laughs> Very um, nice, Matt. Very nice. Excellent. Yeah, excellent. Mm. <clears throat> but Kevin Acuff is correct. That's why I kind of said that it's, it's, it's optional. Uh, right now, I'm drinking the one that does have the allspice. So, again, just to run down the cocktail real quick, two ounces of dark rum, one bar spoon of simple syrup. Pick any sugar you like. Dark brown sugar if you really want it to taste like a cookie. Um, uh, one bar spoon of allspice dram. Two dashes of orange bitters or orange liqueur for Randy. Um, and two and dashes, two dashes of Angostura, Angostura bitters. Uh, and garnish with a twist. I didn't garnish it with a twist. The people want to know how Randy made his drink. I'm yeah, so give us yeah, give us that. this uh, this mutant cocktail concoction. <clears throat> so so uh, yeah yeah we're we're, we're gonna we're, we should do like a poll at the end for names. Uh, so what, what what I did was I started with a a single sphere of uh, of ice. I went with <laughs> two <laughs> I went with two ounces of the um, Optimus twenty five year rum. Finished in malt whiskey barrels. Optimus rum. Exactly. Thank you. <laughs> uh, then I went with, uh, from there, a... See, I think of a bar spoon as like a scant one teaspoon. A little bit more than a half teaspoon. So I, Yeah, uh, probably somewhere in there. Yeah, yeah a scant teaspoon of, uh, of a brown sugar, a dark brown sugar, a simple syrup. Then I went with... About five drops of blood orange juice. Uh, I went with uh, half a teaspoon of Cointreau and two dashes of Peixote's uh, <laughs> bitters. And does it taste awful? Because it sounds awful. Oh, it's delicious. What are you talking about? This is the best. This is the best cocktail we've done this season. Uh, most, it, indeed, it is. Most yeah. guys commenting are uh, just about as creative, if not more so, with their <laughs> renditions. I think there's only, about, there's only three guys, including Robbie, that have the correct combination. And that's, I, I, once I saw the allspice in there, because that's, that's real specific, it does add um, a nice layer to this cocktail, though. That, Would uh, you recommend, Rob, if I may, um, should I go grab a pinch of allspice and throw that in here and see what it does? <laughs> what the hell? Do it. Why, why does that That's uh, It's dumb and dumber when they're driving – and there's a bunch of people, like, they're pitching, picking up hitchhikers. It's like, hey, pick them up. <laughs> there's some hitchhikers. <laughs> yeah, just pick them up. Yeah, what the hell? Throw, throw it in there. See what happens. Um, no, I'm curious, actually, to see what your cocktail tastes like. And I've, I've tasted both versions here. Mm. 
All right. Well, you're already getting into the tasting. Have we even mentioned what cigar we're smoking? We now? haven't yet, but I think that the, the screen like has. The spice version better. Uh, the cigar that we're smoking this week, Randy, I'm going to take a stab at saying it, and then you can say it correct for the rest of the show, is the Murcielago from Espinosa Cigars. It was rebranded mm-hmm. about three years ago. Uh, moved it over to uh, AJ Fernandez is making those now, I believe. Um, <clears throat> Mexican San Andreas rapper. Randy, isn't that crazy that that's the rapper that we're talking about in this last segment of season two? And it just happens to be on this cigar. How ironic. It's weird. Um, it is Nicaraguan uh, binder and filler. Uh, actually, it comes from, well, it's, it's just La Zona 2. Uh, no, it's actually... It's it, 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 AJ Fernandez. It's, yeah. it's yeah, San Latano. It, it, it's at the San Latano. Uh, thank mm. you, Jordan. Um, I got this, guys. I, I don't know what's going on. Everyone's stepping <laughs> on my line over here. Eric, you want to do the read? I mean, come on. <laughs> May as well. <laughs> Can't do it any worse. <laughs> Whoa. Oh, Jordan. I'm sorry. Randy does a great read. I love, actually love That was reads. a little harsh. No, I, I just got to. He's get, doing a good job. I love making try. it. It's really fun. Yeah. I love how all of a sudden it sounds like I'm the slow kid in this class. And it was like, he tries real hard. Be nice <laughs> to the guy. So now start right. talking. <laughs> So, oh, um, great. I guess I'll jump into the cigar. So, yes, as you mentioned, uh, Rob, we are doing the um, the Mexican San Andreas as the final chapter to season two. Uh, this will mark the third week that we're, we're in, you know, so we've covered off on uh, last week. We did the Undercrowned uh, Dogma. The week before, how do we start uh, San Andreas? <laughs> oh, Sin Compromiso. Yeah, we start, it started with Saka and Sin Compromiso. That's right. Um, so this week we are smoking the Espinosa Murcielago. Uh, this is the Robusto box pressed. This does have the Mexican San Andreas wrapper with Nicaraguan binder and Nicaraguan fillers. It is made in Nicaragua at the San Latano factory, which is one of AJ. Fernandez's factories. Um, That's the newer factory, is it not? Uh, probably, yeah. Where where uh, Eric does stuff. Um, so they've got. Uh, so this did. To your point, it was rebranded. It came out originally as an E and O cigar in 2009 when Espinosa and Eric Ortega were uh, were partners. That's what I said. <laughs> what I say? <laughs> it's funny when when you hear somebody talk about. Uh, a brand of of anything that's no longer around. You can tell by the way they talk about it that they weren't in the industry when that brand was around. How dare you! <laughs> <laughs> uh, but then in 2015, uh, Eric Espinosa brought it back to the Espinosa lineup and and relaunched it. Uh, Murcielago is the Spanish word for bat, and uh, we are smoking the five by fifty four box press uh, today. They've they've uh, actually rebooted this cigar more times than Spider Man. Oh yeah. So you guys know. <laughs> uh, or Batman. That's, or Batman. Yeah. Because that would have been a better best. reference. Because there was one in between there, Jordan. It was uh, there was a Murcielago that was reblended by first my Eric. father. Yeah. Then Lazona. And when they did the Lazona one, they like talked about how they like got the original my father ones and <clears throat> cut them open and like try to dissect that's- it and figure out what it was and recreate it from there. The second Sounds one cool. had a like a Different band. looked like a red 
anodized metal band. They're kind of like I like how they're kind of like going with like Batman suit. You know, like it gets like super <laughs> high tech Batman suit. This time is oh. he's got the bat with yeah. the sharp angles on the logo. The next one will have nipples. Yes, it, which will be That's great. Not- <laughs> <laughs> and now it's in th- this and San Latino is like in Ocotal, Nicaragua, which is basically Honduras. We drove there and it was like a 10 hour drive. It's it's about 10 minutes from the border. Oh, wow. and yeah. so that Ten hour drive in Nicaragua. Wow. Okay. Now they're that's using a bit of an exaggeration. AJ tobaccos, and the filler and the binder and et cetera, et cetera. But we I forgot to mention because we're doing the sass. We did the sassy twos because it's also a Nicaraguan binder filler San Andreas wrapper. From Espinosa, so we're so kind close. of like we're kind of participating in the same way. I think that uh, I think the sassy's a bit sweeter. Yeah, I am a bit more chocolatey kind of notes. This is uh, the Murcielago for me is is more on the spice and uh, earthy side of things. Randy, you look like something amazing or terrible just happened. <laughs> <clears throat> nope. <laughs> Cocktail's really good. I uh, want to uh, go ahead and ask everybody if you're watching now that we've got the, the, the intro of the show out of the way, because that was terrible. Uh, go, was ahead and, go ahead and hit that share button. It was Jordan's fault. He's like singing and making frog noises as we're trying to. It's uh, true. He it's was. True. So if you well, watch the show and the intro music, the wah, 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 wah. And so Jordan was singing along with that because neither Randy nor I could hear it. Jordan and can dubstep it, with his... You trying know, to help you guys uh, get the, the feel for the show before we go. You know, like so much it energy. Was, it was a bit hilarious, and we started to... We were off the rails before we even started. But go ahead, hit that share button uh, so uh, the folks in your Facebook feed can see the weird stuff that you are into and the <laughs> weird people that you listen to. Uh, and, we appreciate it. And Randy, we've got a giveaway today. That's uh, right. Didn't even promote it this week, and that's clearly all my fault. Um, and you know what? Just to make up for it, and now that we know that no one tuned in just for the giveaway, I'm gonna make this the biggest giveaway of the month. Uh, we are going to give away a Drew Estate Pewter Year of the Rat ashtray, and I am going to pull out of the Flavor Odyssey humidors. Uh, because Rob and I love you all so very much, I'm going to send you guys a uh, one of those uh, big tube Tupperware Dealy Bob uh, humidors. Dealy Bob. Yeah. <laughs> they, they hold roughly about 15 cigars. Uh, I'm going to make sure there's some Dojo Dogmas in there for you. I'm going to include some uh, some Liga Pravadas. What, what else do I have laying around? I got some pretty special stuff. I, I'll put together one heck of a lineup of cigars to fill that that travel humidor and uh, include that right along with the ashtray this week. Randy. How do we win this? How do we win this, Randy? You've got to, you know, try really hard. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll tell you, I'll, I'll tell you, uh, sharing the show is going to help a lot. Uh, commenting on the show is going to help. Uh, throwing a hashtag in there. I'll, I'll tell you what. We're going to just randomize it. You need to be – you need to make your presence felt. on the face. send us your cocktail. <laughs> Who said that? That's the winner. Craig Lee. You, you, you know what? Yeah, I'll, I'll take that as, as a – Contest uh, over. That's, our, that's, 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 it. that's 15 entries right there, I think. Yeah, yeah. You now have an entry, Craig. We appreciate that. Yeah, uh, Catch our attention on this post, whether it be with a comment, 
Um, we'll we'll take a look at shares. We'll take a look at likes. We'll take a look at comments. Uh, impress us. You know, make make this your gift to lose. Hey, you could even uh, you could even review and rate us on you know various podcasting platforms such yeah, as service. Apple or Spotify or iHeartRadio or some, one of those. You know. Uh, you know what? I'm glad you said that, Eric. I don't know how to incorporate. Uh, those folks into our our giveaways. Just, Randy, let's, you just say it. it. We're not really going to incorporate it. Just, just, oh, just say it. We want those five stars, <laughs> baby. Well, Woo! Well, I, I vote that next week we exclusively choose from our podcast listeners and those that have uh, reviewed and starred us. So I hope someone out there in podcast land gets uh, hears about this. We'll actually advertise that this week i'll make the the social media title tonight please do, and, please and, do. Uh, we will uh we'll, we'll include the the we'll, we'll do an additional giveaway randy that will come out of the uh the the robbie raz humidor i can't uh, guarantee an ashtray because i don't think i have an extra one but uh i can definitely get some cigars together for a prize pack for somebody that's for for our podcast listeners i don't want to uh, uh do an exclusive one just one way or the other but let's uh, let's do both next week Ooh, best ugly sweater. That's a good one. We we're that we're gonna we're, we'll, we'll do some of that on Friday too. But we'll that, we'll talk about that later. But ugly sweater, keep that in mind for Friday as well. Next, that Tanner yes. has a great point. Next year we need to come out with ugly Christmas sweaters with that you know like the logo, uh, the flavor Odyssey logo has your, your two faces on it on the sweater. That'd be oh, amazing. That, that would be amazing. I mean, just Robbie's face on any sweater would make it an ugly sweater just by definition. Oh. Fair. I mean, it really. Is. <laughs> It's, I mean, especially if I'm not wearing a hat. I'm like, whoo, it's I, ugly and reflective. Randy, I really, I, Randy, I, really I did that just that. for you because, you yeah, I wanted to put, I wanted to, I want to give you a little love and rock, you know. Tip the scales back. Yeah, like tip it. the scales back just a little so bit. So basically you're saying it should have, the joke should have been it Randy. It should have been Randy because, yeah. but, but I felt bad for him, so. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, so as, as, uh, as we're, you know, I was listening to the podcast uh, on my way into work today and I try to listen to a of the podcast as much as I can, because it's, it's different. Like we're watching this and we're doing the show live and we're watching each other and we react to each other. And we laugh at things on screen and we laugh at some of these comments that uh, Jordan's posting on the screen. But if you're listening on podcasts, that's all completely missed. You have no idea what these jokes are. So we're going to do, we're going to try to do a better job of including um, everyone that's listening on podcasts into that stuff. Uh, but we can't like read out every comment because then we'd just be reading comments the whole show and say nothing of value, which I guess it's pretty much what we do every week. I don't know. That's just anyway. our comment. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah, nothing of value. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, this cigar has been through uh, several different iterations. Do you guys remember any of the other ones? Like, Do you have a, a preference, like a favorite one, favorite version? Mercy Lago? I, I yeah. actually think, to be honest, to be fair, I, I believe in my heart that – I know people rave about the OG, which was a really good cigar, um, but I, I, I sort of feel like the newest one's the best one. Yeah, it goes newest one, OG, then the the middle one. Yeah. IMO, IMHO. There's okay. four though, isn't there? <clears throat> Not that no. I know of. Well, I'm really excited that uh, that uh, Jordan just said IMHO because I I want to know is is the H humble or honest? Either your Cobb, I go with honest. I'm always, I always go humble. Oh, in capital oh. letters. Oh, so it's not just me that that 
that is confused <clears throat> that that could be either, right? Robbie? I've, Humble? I don't know. <laughs> I've never even, hey, hey, oh. I've never even thought of it being honest. Hey, so Jor- hey Jordan, for the rest of the show, me, for the rest of the show, Jordan, you make fun of Randy. I'll make fun of Robbie. <laughs> It'll be great. Uh, guys, if we can just keep the cameras on Robbie and I and cut your mics. Then... <laughs> I think I'm kidding, I'm like, all of that sounds like a great idea. Um, okay, well, uh, I, I will say getting into this cigar, um, you, you know, you you talked about this being more spice. I immediately after lighting this got big, sticky, sweet chocolate bar. Um, that has av- actually subdued a bit, and it's gotten a lot more woody and spicy. But right in the front, man, I got a lot of um, lot of chocolate sweetness. I, uh, I'll, I'll admit that I started drinking my cocktail before I lit the cigar. So I think that some of the – because this is a pretty sweet cocktail. I mean, it's mm-hmm. rum. Yeah. It's yeah. sugar-based. So you're going to get <clears throat> a lot of sweetness out of these. And so I think that may be washing over some of the sweetness of the cigar. I'm getting a ton of black pepper, a very earthy spice, um, <clears throat> but a nice cabinet spice sweetness that has carried over since I've moved to the cocktail that doesn't have the uh, the all-spice dram in it. So it's uh, there's definitely some cabinet spices in there, um, but there's some like a more of a dark chocolate. I don't get like a sweet sweet chocolate kind of flavor. Um, but uh, woody notes in there as well. This is a, it's a complex cigar. There's a lot going on. I really like the um, the contrasting flavor profiles that I'm getting, the sweet from the cocktail and then the earthy and spicy from the cigar. But uh, Randy, what do you think? <laughs> it, was a poor, it was poor timing. He started taking a puff on the cigar. Another thing you can't see when you're on the podcast. Sometimes it's quiet because I throw it to Randy and he's – just about to take a sip of the drink, which is a terrible job as a host. It's all, in all fairness, it, it, it's happened literally three times in a year. I, I, I remember each time that we had a failed handoff because of a, a, a sip of a drink or a, a, a pull off of a cigar. Um, I, no, I, I agree. Like I said, well, well, up front, this had a lot of sweetness. That, that is totally subdued. And again, to your point, it's such a sweet cocktail that that might just be uh, kind of blinding our palates to the sweetness of the cigar. But uh, so this does end up being earthier, like say woodier and spicier. And it is, uh, it is actually um, uh, somewhat contrasting. It, it, it does stand out as you, as you switch back and forth. I'll, I'll go ahead and, and say, just since I'm not hiding it and people are going to see it anyways, I am also, uh, as, as always, when drinking spirits, I'm double fisted. And I am drinking a uh, a mocha, uh, <laughs> a mocha and cigarettes uh, by Cellar Maker, which is a smoked coffee porter with, with coffee and cacao nibs at eight point nine percent. And this cacao is cacao nibs. Yes. Did I ever tell you guys that I invented? <laughs> yes. <laughs> you do you have? Um, Don't have a cacao frequently. Randy. Um, but we, since we are, uh, uh, since we are just kind of hanging out and not really doing the show much tonight, I'll, I'll, go, I'll go ahead and get the read done so, so that, you know, we can, uh, we can just, just get depart. it out of the way. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. Uh, just sit here and drink and BS for the rest of the show. I, I, I love that idea. Uh, we at flavor odyssey are happy to be presented by our friends at drew estate. 
Drew Estate has cigars for every kind of cigar smoker, whether it is something sweet for the heat, like Deadwood Sweet Jane, something refined and Cubanesque, like Herrera Esteli, or something to celebrate the special occasions in life, like Liga Privada. Drew Estate has you covered. You can find Drew Estate anywhere cigars are sold. Head to DrewEstate.com forward slash store locator to find a shop near you and experience the rebirth of cigars. I'd also like to say a special thank you to Smoke In, who's a sponsor of Season 2 here on Flavor Odyssey. Uh, Smoke In provides us with all of these fabulous cigars that we smoke each and every week, just like the Espinosa Morcielago that we are smoking here tonight. A big shout out if you are looking for an online retailer or if you're in the Florida area and looking for one of the best brick-and-mortar cigar shops in the country, look for Smoke In, smokein.com. And uh, check out, uh, I'll give it a second week in a row, and check out the great smoke coming up. Uh, I, I think everyone on this call, uh, being markers, w- would agree that uh, Abe Dababna, Jesus. Uh, Man, Abe, you were doing so well. I know. And then, like, you got right to the end, and you just didn't know how to finish it. And, I know. And now uh, you're just, now you're yeah. kind of floundering. We yeah. should, but you're right, Abe, Abe does a fantastic job. And, well, uh, I was just saying he's a great marketer, and he's got a virtual event in a box. Great smoke. Check it out on smokein.com. Rob, back to you. <laughs> Nailed it. That, that's, that's, the, that's the outro you were looking for. That's what I uh, should just do. Yeah. And, and kicking it back to Rob in the studio. So, uh, Randy, as you said, we've kind of gotten off the rails, and we're not really doing the show this week. I don't know what that means, but um, we've talked a lot about the – cocktail and the cigar so i don't know what else <laughs> the griggs grog i like that I like it. john you're officially entered in the contest um i don't ever want to taste this cocktail because i saw the look on randy's face and you're going to notice he's going to be drinking the beer for the rest of the show uh, he did that just because i was saying it um, yeah i don't think so um no it might be i have no idea i have no idea but uh <clears throat> so we've been talking about san andreas for this is our third week Mm-hmm. And the first week, it was mainly Steve Saka kind of just really breaking down the leaf. If you haven't watched that show, please go back and watch it. Uh, you can find that on our YouTube channel. You can find it in the podcast. You can find it all over the place. But, yeah, definitely go back and see that one if you, if you missed it. Um, <clears throat> what do you feel, Randy? Do you feel like you've learned anything new about San Andreas or experienced something different? Or maybe as you're, as you're smoking these cigars and kind of working your way through it, seeing some similarities between the cigars or maybe some differences in the way that the tobacco <clears throat> has been used and, and how it is reflected by the blend and maybe the factories that it's coming from? Yeah, I love that question. Thanks for asking it, Rob. Um, the, yeah, I, I, I think, I think uh, yes to both your questions. I see definite parallels and similarities that you're getting that you can, I really believe that I can taste the San Andreas um, as we go through these, I'm picking that up. And then the cigars have been quite different from each other. Yeah. Um, uh, I, you know, going between Cinco Permiso, the, the Undercrown, and this one, it, while they have those similarities, they're all different. They have different spice levels. Um, you know, this isn't the spice bomb. You, you know, you've talked a lot about the uh, cabinet spices that you're picking up in this one, where last week it was black pepper all day, every day. Mm. Um, where it was a 
completely muted, almost no spice whatsoever in the Sin Compromiso. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, um, so again, there, there's some major variances in the, in the smoking experience, uh, while all still having that espresso chocolate, um, character that, uh, San Andreas is so well known for. I think that's, you, I think you nailed it. The espresso and the chocolate <clears throat> kind of that mocha vibe right. is, is something that's been carried through, uh, all three of these cigars that we've smoked. And as I'm getting towards uh, probably, <clears throat> I don't know, middle of the second quarter, um, Niners already down by 20. I, 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 <laughs> um, <clears throat> uh, I was going to say the the Rams quarter or the Raiders quarterback already has three interceptions, but I can't think of his name. No, Derek Carr would have three fumbles, not no oh, interceptions. Fumbles, yeah, yeah. boy. On, I watched on. that game when they were playing it. Was it Atlanta? That they just look terrible again. Oh, why did you have to bring that game? And you and I were texting. I was like, this is the first time I'd watched them play all season. Like, how does this team have like seven wins or whatever it was they had? Holy crap, they look terrible. Anyway. Um, well, well, it's three weeks later and we still have seven wins. So. Copy that. So <laughs> I'm getting into approaching the midpoint of the cigar. And the, the chocolate thing that you were talking about, it's more, it's becoming uh, much more present. It's. To me, it's it's like a like a dark chocolate where you've got like maybe some peanuts in there or like an almond in there or something where you get a, that that it's still sweet but it's got a bitterness to it. Um, there's you get that earthy aspect, nutty aspect in there. There is a, a bit of a nutty character here, not quite that much, but um, it's this is a really good cigar. This is one of those cigars that whenever I smoke it, I always say, "Man, this is a good stick," and I, I don't smoke it that often. Um, but I think it really is this most recent blend over the last three years <clears throat> has uh, really taken it for me to another level. The, and the band is really cool too. It's a super attractive looking cigar. Uh, I like the soft box press on this as well, but the, 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 the experience, and that's why I brought this up. I didn't really prep you for that question. That's why I, I had a long winded, uh, time while I was reading the question to you. So you could have a chance to think of your answer. Uh, you're welcome for that. But the, um, the the experience with these three cigars has been the same, but really different. Yeah. If that makes any <laughs> sense. Yeah, no, I, I think, um, I think because the chocolate espresso uh, flavor profile is so uh, intense, so strong that it really does connect these cigars, right? Like if it was a, a lighter nuanced flavor that they all had in common, I think it would be, yeah, yeah. You you could you could draw a conclusion that they all had it, but it wouldn't like be so impactful in reminding you of that last cigar that we smoked in this in this lineup. Yeah, yeah. I would say the this and the Dogma are are much more similar. <clears throat> the the Sin Compromiso to me is the one that stands out because it's such a different use uh, mm-hmm. of in my, in my opinion. Um, and as I said a couple of times, I, I wasn't a big fan of that cigar until I smoked it on the show and listened to what Steve's goal was with that cigar. Um, and sometimes like you can smoke a cigar and you're like, eh, it's all right, you know, whatever. It doesn't, it doesn't do this that I kind of expect. And it doesn't do that, that I kind of expect. And at first it can be a bit of a turnoff, but then if you kind of take a step back and think about it, it's like, well, they're using this, these leaves, this wrapper, this whatever, uh, from you know a specific region that I spe- I expect a specific thing from, and they're mm-hmm. getting a totally different experience right. out of it. So it's you kind of have to tip your cap to that, whether you like it or not. It's mm-hmm. it is interesting to it, and it's it's great to see people uh, trying different things and not just doing pumping out the same old stuff. You know. 
I I, uh, I I feel bad now. I kicked the guys off, but I'm really curious. Um, uh, Jordan and Eric, how is – you guys just heard what we said about what connected these three cigars, and you both smoked uh, the same cigars with us the last two weeks. Uh, how's uh, Sassy 2 uh, tasting a couple of years later, and uh, how does it fit along with the other two cigars we've smoked in this wrapper? Well, I uh, cannot taste a single thing uh, from any of this, so I'm a terrible person to ask. Jordan, uh, what, what, I'm recovering, so I still, ha- I still have no taste, no smell whatsoever, and it's, it's horrifying. Oof. But I will uh, say this. It, I'll say this. Um, I feel like San Andreas is a little bit like uh, an imperial stout in that you, you can throw... San Andreas on almost any cigar, and I, I, th- I think it's like a blender's uh, easy way out. I'm this. This sounds like I'm 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 cutting the wrapper down. I'm not. It's a great wrapper. In fact, it's so good that it it can make almost any blend seem pretty good. And so, um, just like you can make like a lot of Imperial Stouts pretty good because they're so thick and dark, and they have this chocolatey profile that you can get away with a lot with a, a San Andreas wrapper is similar in that regard. That being said, when you have one that's done very well, that just makes it that much better. So Absolutely, at yeah. the same time as it being a little bit of a uh, safety net for a blender, it also can make some blenders seem better than others because they can get even more out of it, make it even <coughs> better, just like with beers, like a really, really good Imperial Stout is way better than just your regular imperial stout but it's hard to have like a really bad imperial stout so it's kind of hard to have like a really bad san andreas maduro wrapped cigar it's to me comparative in that regard what do you think jordan yeah i think you summed up pretty nicely um because of that i think they're not going to typically be the most complex cigars out there but they're always going to be good um and also because of that i usually find that they can pretty much be boiled down to two different styles. There's going to be like San Andreas when they're super earthy and peppery and San Andreas when they're more uh, powder sugar, cocoa, kind of like Swiss Miss hot chocolate mix kind of a thing going on, mm-hmm. which is more of what I'm getting here. And I think, Robbie, you said the Dogma was kind of in that same vein as this. Uh, I could see that. I didn't smoke the Sin Compromiso, so I can't Compared to that, uh, well, you've had it in the past, and that was super earthy, super earthy, so no. incredibly earthy that you have to like with the Compromiso, you have to start getting into like the types of like the types of iron and like and like minerals and st- like break it down further into the earth, you know, than just broadly saying this tastes, you know, this has an earthy component. And that in that cigar, you're like, oh, it's got some rust and some iron and you know <laughs> that kind of stuff. Um, but the sassy is more along the Swiss Miss. Actually, with some age, is extremely velvety. And I'm digging Wow. It. Nice. Nice. Sounds good. Um, all right. Well, fantastic, Rob. What do you think? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I don't know you're, why. You're in, like, so you're, off. you're in a strange. It's off for you. You're in a strange headspace, man. We're oh, just hanging out. We're just smoking cigars and just having a good time. Um, <clears throat> no, I, I agree with, uh, with, with most of that. I think <clears throat> for me, with when I'm getting a, the, the chocolatey aspects out of the cigar, it's, more, it's definitely more dark chocolate for me. I mean, I do get a, a certain amount of sweetness 
but um, like I think that that Swiss Miss style that uh, Jordan is talking about, I think that's to me. Whenever I've experienced that, it's that cigar's got some age on it. Mm. It's it's kind of it's mellowed a bit. Kind of I think is basically what he was saying there towards the end. But I think for the most part, we uh, we're all on the same page. Um, <clears throat> Eric was describing it as like I'll use another NFL analogy. Is like. He said it makes things easier. It's like it's easier for a blender to make a cigar with with this wrapper. So it's almost like having a really good defense. Like your offense can be mediocre and you could still win. Like you can win a Super Bowl with Trent Dilfer if you have the uh, the the Ravens defense. God, that was that's that's a hell of a defense. But that's the whole thing that I was thinking when Eric was describing it. It's like, well, if you have a really good defense, so that's that makes it thing that makes things easier when you have a component that you know is the best in the league. Yeah, no, I, I, yeah, I like the, I like the beer analogy a, a lot too. And, and it kind of goes back to um, my point about the intensity of, you know, and, and we talk about how much um, uh, cigar blend profile is changed just by the, the single uh, wrapper leaf. But, uh, but this one is that strong. And so it kind of, actually, you know, it almost debunks um, Jordan's whole, uh, concept of no no one leaf uh, carries more flavor impact to the total blend than oh boy. It, it, it's 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 uh it's relative weight to to the blend, but then you get into this conversation where you've got some wrappers that are much lighter flavored and some that are much more intensely flavored, and so the intensely flavored one is in this case I would say um, uh, lending a significant more um, impact to the overall flavor than just the relative weight of the single leaf. I don't think so that debunks that because guy uh, blenders blend to the wrapper because they know what consumers expect. That's fair. I, I yeah, it's, it's an I, interesting Randy, concept. Randy, no matter what you say, Jordan will have an answer. <laughs> no matter what. So just, just tell him you're right and move on. Face. <laughs> Say, bless your heart. You're totally correct. Let's move on. Um, <laughs> uh, so let's talk about the cocktail a little bit. Um, and I guess I'll have to talk to Jordan because he's, he's my only ally here. Um, I, I started with the, the version that has the, the allspice. And it was good. I, I enjoyed that. The pairing uh, worked pretty well. I've moved on to the version that does not have the allspice in it. And I like this pairing much better. The flavors that I'm getting out of the uh, of the rum, especially with the addition of the uh, <clears throat> Angostura, Randy Angostura bitters. Angostura <laughs> also makes rum. Well, Agonorsa also makes bitters. <laughs> Coming soon. <laughs> indeed, indeed. Um, I think a really nice pairing for this cigar would be uh, fill your glass halfway with some rum couple uh, dashes of bitters, throw an ice cube in there and swirl it around and you're good to go. I'd leave the orange bitters out. I'd leave the, uh, I don't need any simple syrup in there at all because it's already sweet enough. Um, just give me the, the rum and a couple of dashes of bitters and a gigantic ice cube and I would be a happy, happy camper. Jordan, what are, are you well, having any, uh, you have any feedback? I have, you, you, know, I mean, you, you have them to compare each other to each other. I was drinking this. I was thinking, I wish I had the allspice because the drink, I feel like it needs a little more complexity. Like there's, it's just, it's just sweet. Mm. Mm. It's basically, I feel like I'm just drinking rum with ice in it. Um, 
I kind What's of wrong with that? wish I had. <laughs> sure, you know. <laughs> I kind of wish I had like an actual orange rind, you know, maybe to get some zest off that. Maybe the bitters aren't quite doing enough of the giving me enough orange. Um, it's good. It's just I would tone just like you said. I would tone down. I don't even know if you need sugar in there at all. No. Um, I would like to see what the allspice does, but it's you know it's 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 just like I'm drinking rum. Uh, I'm telling you. A little bit of orange liqueur and blood orange juice. It'll brighten that thing right up Maybe. for you. Maybe I might try that after after the show. Can't, I can't express how terrible that sounds. <laughs> it just sounds so terrible. Um, but no, Jordan, I hear you. I think adding in the uh, and I think calling this an old fashioned is probably you're setting this drink up to fail. I think a little bit because mm. it doesn't it doesn't really compare with an old fashioned <clears throat> as far as I'm concerned because. The flavor of rum and the flavor of whiskey are so different. You're, <clears throat> I mean, any, any whiskey or rye that you're going to use for an old-fashioned is much more bold than any rum that you're going to use. I mean, yeah. rum is it's just softer on the palate to begin with, so there's, there's, there's just no coming back from that. And then adding additional sugar on top of that, to me, really does, uh, uh, I, I don't know, I was going to say muddy the waters, but that's not really the right term. It just it it just oversaturates. That's the term I'm there looking you for. Go. It oversaturates the palate with sugar. Maybe the orange bitters in there are fine. I don't really need it. <clears throat> to me, if I just had just some rum, a couple cubes of ice, and to maybe an extra dash of bitters to kind of ramp up the spice factor in there a little bit, would um, a smoked orange rind would wake the cocktail up. That's the Hall of Famer Kevin Acuff checking in with his uh, bougie. Uh, cocktail. Uh. I can see it. I like that. <laughs> yeah, wow. no, I, it's that. That would that would make things uh, interesting because you you add that smoke factor and the little bit of burnt orange, and you're gonna get it's gonna it's gonna steer you closer to a flavor profile that you would get out of bourbon because you're gonna get a little bit of that like, in a bourbon. You get like the the charred oak. I mean, that's that's part of what's imparted those flavors. So you're you're at least adding some body to it that is going to steer you closer in that direction. So I would say if that's really what you want, just go with a regular old fashioned. If we were smoking an old or smoking an old fashioned, if we were drinking an old fashioned right now, we'd be we'd be loving this pairing. And maybe we should have just done that. But um, to me, just like I said, just straight rum, a couple of dashes of bitters and I'm good to go. And this would be a real nice pairing for me. But so far I've enjoyed both of them. Well that's what we gotta do on this show is push some boundaries. We can't just yeah. do old fashions and bourbon every week, Randy. Too easy. Just kidding. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, Randy did call me three times. Like, dude, let's just do bourbon again. <laughs> that is a misnomer. I actually went with our boy uh, uh, Patrick Larkin was the one that reached out to me and recommended that we pull in the uh, the beer element. He, he pitched a pretty dang good beer, and we weren't able to find it. Uh, so, so we uh, we that's pitched. all Patrick's fault. It is all Patrick's fault. Thanks, Patrick. Give him the old Larkin. Patrick puts ice in his whiskey. So what does he Don't know? listen to a word he says. That's what I've heard. Oh, I, I loved, by the way, I loved, by the way, the whole uh, that someone came in and said stones because at least I can make the argument when I put uh, the ice in that I'm doing it for the water and I get a chilling effect in addition where if you're putting in stones, all you're doing is uh, chilling, chilling it and... Uh, muting the flavor, which you should, if you pay attention to the show, people, Eric's never going to go for that. <laughs> what are you talking about? Uh, you probably missed the whole Facebook thing, but but me and Jordan were talking about this before the show started. 
So, like, there's people that have this aversion to wanting to drink bourbon correctly. And that, that here's the thing. Of course, if you like your bourbon with a dash of water, fine. Of course, if you like to put ice in it, fine. Nobody's going to look down upon you. Of course, if you want to put stones in your bourbon, fine. But shouldn't you be aware that the of the best way, the way that people... You know, the who know what they're doing, and I'm not even referring to myself, I'm referring to the experts, drink spirits, and that's typically room temperature neat. Like, that's how you, that's how you do it. So when, when I say that on Facebook, yeah, I'm, I'm poking fun at people that put ice or water in their whiskey. Obviously, I don't really care if you do that, and if you like that, that's fantastic. But at the same time, right, Jordan, you should also know well, that... You it have a little is, respect for the etiquette. I mean, I... I put there was a time where I put whiskey stones in my drink because I didn't I didn't know that there was a reason why you wouldn't do that and I'm thankful that somebody along the way said hey you know that's the colder the drink is gonna, the colder the whiskey is going to be the less you're going to taste from it you should actually drink it this way and like and I'm I'm thankful that I learned from that and I do now enjoy it more neat it's it's fine if you don't but you should have a respect for the the knowledge of the people have come before you have learned right. I, I love how Why that went full so circle. No, it went full circle to where, where Eric's like, it's not like we're going to look down on you. And Jordan's like, the thing is, is you're a lesser person. <laughs> <laughs> I just have that aura. I'd, I'd rather you just say, yeah, I, I think you're stupid if you put ice in your, instead of, well, you have respect for the, I get out of my face with that. I don't have that respect for that. I, I mean, but I don't put ice in my whiskey, so there's that. But uh, what's funny, though, is when you see, if you see whiskey commercials on TV, now most of them are, and I, who sees commercials anymore, really? But uh, <clears throat> most of them are like for the Evan Williams or Wild Turkey or whatever. But they're always on ice. Of course, because they're trying to mask the terrible flavor of that <laughs> spirit. Well, they're, they're, but they're pitch, that's their audience. Their yeah, audience. well, yeah, that too, I suppose. But I think, I think you know, it's like, yeah, put, throw as much ice into Jim Beam as you possibly can because maybe it won't taste as bad as you know it does taste. That's <laughs> kind of like making sure the mountains are blue, I think. Of um, uh, but, uh, but But to carry that on, and I'll tell you, you know, one of the reasons I actually do enjoy uh, whiskey neat Um the thing is, is I'm kind of a volume drinker. As being a big beer guy, I like to take like a mouthful of liquid mm. when I'm drinking. And uh, that does become somewhat difficult when drinking whiskey neat. Where Ooh, if it's... You are teetering on a topic here, buddy. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm done. I'm done. No, no, keep going. I understand what, what you're saying, Randy. You're saying... I, I like to drink a lot, so I need to water it down so that I don't drink too much and get too drunk. What, what, uh, well, should I should have said that, but but no, it's, <laughs> no, it's 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 just the rate of, of drinking. It's you know I have to take much smaller sips, and I don't know about you. I, neither of you are are you know pounding whiskey when you're drinking it neat. Um, it's just you know to to. I guess Jordan's point. There's this etiquette about it. It's it's more of a little sippy sip, uh, you know, situation where I like to you know take a, a slug of, of whatever I'm drinking, and um, and yeah, watering it down just makes it a lot easier to do uh, so. Well, I think you uh, there's something to that. Like uh, you'll actually get a little bit of a different taste when you take a bigger 
drink than than just sipping on it because um, it, the retro hail aspect. You know, you, if you if it's all coming at once, you're going to get more of the the retro hail from the fumes afterwards. It, it changes the flavor a little bit, and that same thing yeah. with cigars. Like you'll actually, I'll actually notice sometimes if you take a teeny little puff versus you know big old retro hail. Are you suggesting that people retro hail their whiskey? I do. <laughs> I do. That sounds like it burns, buddy. Oh, no, no. In fact, the best thing in the world to do, in my opinion, is you take a little bit of Sorry. neat bourbon I- into your mouth, and then you take a draw of your cigar, and it, you've swallowed most of the bourbon, but you kind of retrohale them both at the same time. That is living, baby. That, to me, that's Whoa. the greatest flavor in the world when you... Combine you literally combine those flavors into the retrohale. It's fantastic. But you're taking the most small sip of bourbon and letting the saliva in your mouth do act as the water instead of adding water. Mm, that's right. Um, so that would be, you know, that would be how I typically uh, drink bourbon and cigars. Like with that retrohale, it's fantastic. I'm with saying the- you can actually just retrohale just bourbon. Oh yeah, totally. Okay. Okay. Okay, so I, I, so I have a question because this actually came up this last week when I was playing poker. Um, I play virtual poker with a, with a group every week, and um, and and I I ship everybody cigars uh, probably wow. once every, every every four to six weeks, and um, sick and, invite, bro. <laughs> and and I'd always heard of this like right when I got into cigars, I got a, you know everyone that found out that I was into cigars started asking me about all the cliches. You know, they immediately asked me, oh, are you, you know, smoking all Cubans? And and they asked, oh, yeah, you know, do you like them, you know, whiskey dipped or rum dipped? And I all questions that were just foreign to, to you know, the way I came into premium cigars, I wasn't aware of any of that weird stuff. And, um, and then this past week, literally a, a cigar, I sent a guy, he takes it and dips ahead of it while he's smoking it he's like halfway through the cigar and he dips the dang thing in whiskey and i just i cringe and i don't want to i don't want to be rude but i'm like what the heck are you doing and he starts drawing it and i first of all i was shocked that it continued to draw and he started telling me that it was the best way to to smoke cigars and continued to do it as as the, the evening went on what do you guys know about this? Where is that from? What is that? Have you guys I ever- did that when I first started smoking Pe- people cigars. People do that. With- I remember my first cigar. <laughs> people-, <laughs> people do that with port uh, wine as well. I, I mean, I've tried it, and it's, you know, it's it's just a kind of a a, a newbie gimmick. I mean, you know? just there's go, gra- go newbie, grab a tobacco or, you know, something <clears throat> like that. I mean, they have them already ready to go for you. You don't need it's that. Dark, pre-dipped. Pre-dipped. Yeah. Or a sober I, Mesa brulee. <coughs> hey! Oh! Ho! <laughs> Actually, uh, yes. when we were at IPCBR a few years ago, uh, a couple years ago, the um, at the Gurkha booth, they had some, um, like, cognac-infused um, cigars, and, 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 I, and I was thinking that, that this is just kind of the, the DIY version of that, maybe. Or, or, or um, I, again, I, I'm surprised that the cigar... Like continue to draw it all. Um, it's not much different than having your saliva on. Yeah. I would imagine, but I, I, I've, I've heard of people doing that. I've never done it. It just to me, it seems. Should I say stupid? <laughs> I, <laughs> you're welcome, Jim. I mean, you were I, telling I us to just go all out. Just go all out, Robbie. 
I think it's 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 not the kind of thing that. Uh, what's the term that I'm trying? to... Thank you for putting me on full screen. You can tell I feel uncomfortable. And <laughs> uh, my uh, <laughs> my garage is on full display. It's not the kind of thing that folks who tune into this show are going to do. Is is uh, oh, is kind of I guess a nice way of putting it. It's in the same vein of the 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 folks who are. Um, who are tasting really high-end spirits, they're not going to put ice in there. It's, it, it's, it's the same thing. Putting ice in your whiskey is the same as dipping your cigar in your whiskey. Come on. That's not even close to... Oh, come on. No, nah, no, I agree. I agree. <laughs> that's good. Yeah, he's just giving the gist, you know. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, not the same a, thing. But. Like, I, I felt like I was going down a very judgy path that I didn't want to. Do whatever you want to your cigars. Of course, you, yeah. want, you want to step on them with your golf cleats before you smoke them. I've done it. If you want to smoke it backwards, you go ahead and do that. I mean, it's not the way you're supposed to do it, but if you, you like want to it. put the lit end into your mouth. <laughs> you might like that. I don't know. I've done it. And maybe I, when I say all, I just mean me. But, I mean, I've done it. It's not a good thing, but maybe some people are into that. It burns your taste buds so you can't smoke the rest of it or taste the rest of it. So maybe if it's just a terrible cigar, you can do that and get through it. I but, almost uh, did it once. I've never actually got it into my mouth. I got it to like right here, and I looked down. And was like, oh, whoa, that's that's not right. But I, I'll tell you. So I've 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 rejuiced up um, because uh, <laughs> I, I'm I'm uh, interested. Okay, that came out weird. Um, happening. <laughs> I've I've switched. No, Eric got me excited. So I have in front of me a um, I have I'm back to last week's Old Forester single barrel. Um, whiskey and i'm yeah. gonna i'm gonna no i'm not gonna dip it i'm oh, gonna i want to see I, what happens i'm gonna take the tiny sip and then i'm gonna take it pull off the off yeah. the cigar and then i'm gonna retro them together okay. so I'll, I'll uh when you start right, choking let's, on yourself, let's I'll, let's watch I'll, let's watch randy do this let's let's do this no, that's if you're listening on podcast and uh well i'll i'll do i'll describe it he's taking he's taking the drink He's got it. Now he's going to take a draw of his cigar, and he's puffing, and, and he's enjoying it. You can see that. You can see yeah. the excitement on his face. Look at, look at, look at the wow. expression change. See? You actually very much, you know what happens? The smoke actually draws some of the aromatic uh, qualities. Yeah. I mean, there's yeah. even, like, an alcohol burn in my nose. Like, like it, it clung, to, era, it clung era, to, the, to the smoke, and the smoke helped to draw that aroma out in a much more impactful way than if you had just like had the whiskey in your mouth and then just breathed out through your nose. I think the smoke really like interacts with, with the vapors and, um, and it makes it much more, uh, wow. That is, that really is a unique science. Experience. Ladies and gentlemen, Randy will never be the same. <laughs> and, and I'll tell you this, if, if you've ever watched Randy take a pull on a cigar he hits the cigar so hard that, like, he, he strains the muscles in his neck <laughs> when he's taking a puff. It's whoa, like, yeah, I mean, yeah. Whoa. It's, it's aggressive. So if he can do this, then I'm guessing that just about every other person who smokes a cigar on the face now, of the Now, Randy, can you dip your cigar in yeah, the drink? Yeah, dip it. Give let's, us a dip. Come on. Let's try some stuff out. awful. <laughs> let's, try, just, let's, let's, get, let's get weird. Is <laughs> <laughs> a weird show? Why not? Why not? No, it's off camera. We can't see it. Oh, we got to see it. Oh, oh, sorry. I, just, I need to see the dip. Well, oh, no, 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 no. There we there go. go. Oh, there, there we go. go. Okay, okay. Right. We can't. Con dip confirmed. <laughs> I, I, 
ju- I just remembered how much I liked Oreos when I was a little kid. Mm-hmm. Right. See how this works. You a double stuff, guy? No, no, that's too much. Oh, come, on. come on, extra stuff. It's got the wrong ratio, uh, Robbie. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't like it. He he did not like it for you, podcasters. Um, if you're listening, it was a, a physical reaction where he jerked the cigar away from his face <laughs> and looked at it very, very poorly. That that was not what I was expecting to have happen. Um, that was uh, well, actual like droplets uh, hit the back of my throat off the cigar. That's that's why I. I Mm. Kind of recoiled the way I did. I, I recoiled. Wasn't... That's exactly what you did. Yeah. Uh, I, I nose feel Tanner. Tanner, <laughs> I, I'd like to make an official announcement. Tanner Cole has won this week's giveaway <laughs> with the hashtag nose feel. <laughs> and that's that is that's solid. And I think that's, that's a very that's a deserving deserving win for Tanner. Yeah. If, if, any, if anybody follows along with this show, that is, I, I think we'd have a unanimous vote that uh, that Nosefield is going to absolutely run that's, away with this giveaway. That's that's the name of your cocktail too. <laughs> oh, I love it! I love it. This is terrible, terrible. Um, yeah. So so definitely try and retrohale bourbon and cigar together. Never dip. Never. Yeah, the dip is it's a bad it's a bad move. I, that's what I was kind of getting at. Just don't dip and don't put ice in your whiskey. Just avoid both of them. Uh, and he jerked the cigar from his mouth. That is what you that's, said. That is. Did, is that what I said? Yeah. <laughs> did I really say that? Yeah. That's fantastic. I painted a picture there, didn't I? Uh, <laughs> let's, okay, just for, uh, I, I have a feeling I know the way this is going to go. Randy, I don't even know if your vote should count this week, frankly. Um, because mutant cocktail nose the nose feel is just not what we were going for. The today. rum nose feel. Yeah. I, I think it's the official. Um, I, I'm actually going to give the the pairing a thumbs up because to me it it worked on a couple of different levels. Both of them worked. I think without the uh, both of them worked really. I, I don't know if I had a preference to one. I came back to the um, to the uh, allspice version. It's, it's really watered down at this point, but uh, it still has a nice flavor to it. It's it's not the best pairing of the year, but uh, it is quite good. Jordan, did you do you have a, a an opinion? Uh, I I mean I I feel like I'm on the fence, but in the spirit of the show, I I'll probably go thumbs down just because I don't think it was greater than the sum of its parts. That yeah. sort of a thing. It was just I happened to be drinking rum with ice and smoking a cigar. And but you're not a rum, you're not a rum guy though, really. Not really. So you you don't even do you own aged rum? Like do you own some like Florida Kanye Twelve or anything? Is that anything that you would buy and drink just to because you enjoy? I mean, it? We, yeah, we have it in the studio. Not, but uh, do you ever but just me find like me as a it? as a guy? No. So you, you don't. I, I would like. I mean, if I if somebody gave me a bottle of Florida Kanye, I would I would be happy. But I'm not going to go buy it. So it's it's just not it's I think I'm the only actual like rum fan on the show. Yeah, I think that's a pretty fair assessment. Uh, and since I I am the co-host of the show, my my vote absolutely counts. Yeah, you got to do your vote. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I could have shown up and not smoked the cigar. I still get to vote. Um, the uh, I, I I am gonna go thumbs down uh, as I absolutely Can love we get the an cigar. asterisk by that. <laughs> 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 
I do like this cigar a lot, man. I think this is a, uh, this is a uh, unsung hero in the uh, in the Espinosa lineup, and um, it'd be great if that could go away sometime <laughs> soon. Uh, and uh, the uh, but but yeah, this this cocktail didn't work. Um, I honestly, I'm gonna try this again, but with whiskey. Um, oh, we got a lot of thumbs ups from the yeah, audience. Oh, thumbs ups, interesting. So those are all the people that actually did the pairing, right? Yeah, those are the <laughs> three guys that did the pairing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, so they all did it with the allspice as well. Yeah, those are the three awesome. guys that did the real. That's, I'm 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 surprised that anybody had allspice in in their uh, in their uh, Jordan likes anything that's given to him. <laughs> I think Bob should win something for that too because that's a fantastic. <laughs> um, that's yeah, that's absolutely true. But I'm surprised that anybody had allspice dram in their. Uh, in there uh, well no i think thanks to you everyone went out this week and spent 34.89 and got themselves a bottle and they're never gonna drink another sip of no that's not true you can use this in a bunch of different cocktails and it's really really tasty <clears throat> i mean maybe not stuff that you're pairing with cigars but if you're not a cocktail guy so if you want to you i'm telling you you can find a whole bunch of different stuff to uh put into a cocktail what, I mean, I beg your pardon. A whole bunch of different cocktails you can put that into. I'd be curious. Uh, I just what, what does a, a, the tasteless sensei? Could, did you get anything out of this? Like, what would you? I, I, you don't get a uh, You get this emoji. I have to <laughs> abstain from an actual uh, ranking, but I, I fe- if I had to do a gut feel as to what I would think, I'd say I'd go thumbs down just because the rum. The rum cocktail to me is not, it's just too sweet. You're still getting the sensations on the tongue. I can taste sweet and I can taste sour stuff. And um, <laughs> so I can taste those things. I just can't taste anything in between. It's like I can taste the parenthesis of stuff. And so um, I would say it's just too sweet and, oh. and hollow rum to me is too s- sweet and hollow. I love drinking rum when I'm in Nicaragua on a trip or whatever. Um, it's, it's, it's one of my favorite spirits, but as far as this goes, my gut tells me, I'd say, no, I would never drink this cocktail again. Although Matt made a very good cocktail, nothing against you, Matt. (laughs) Um, but I just wouldn't, I wouldn't select this, the cigar. Unfortunately, I can't taste at all, um, because it doesn't really have the characteristics uh, to help me taste it. So I'll abstain, uh, from voting. (laughs) (laughs) Now we know what a guy uh, that can't taste. I'm gonna, I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start a new uh, podcast. It's gonna be uh, COVID pairings, <laughs> and and every it's kind of a new spin and, and on blind man blind yeah. uh, tasting. Huh? Every week will be the exact same thing. I'll say I did not taste anything. So <laughs> it's either it's either too sweet or too bitter. Yeah, that's it. No, I, I think that if we went just straight to rum, we would have had a better uh, experience. But also, if we would have gone with a just a regular old-fashioned, we probably would have knocked it out of the park. Um, These thumbs-downs teach us more, you guys. That's true. True story. We, so we know never, ever add anything into rum that makes it sweeter. Right. You know, and, yeah, I, and when we were mixing up the cocktail, we were like, sugar? Really? Like? Rum to, is essentially sugar. You're supposed to put sugar in this? It, it, it didn't occur to me when I was making it. And then as I tasted it, I thought, what the hell did I put simple syrup in here for? <laughs> Rum but is I, like simple syrup. Yeah. yeah right. it, it kind of, I mean, it, it really depends on the rum that you're drinking. 
Uh, I don't. I don't find Florida Kanye to be that sweet. Uh, Diplomatico is much on the sweeter side to me. That's what we got. Um, but uh, oh, that's what you guys were having. Yes. So you had Diplomatico and you added sugar. Oh yeah. That's uh, that's uh, that's your sugar intake for the rest of the week, boys. Yeah. You, you know, uh, you know if I could, if I could throw it back because of the popularity of Queen's Gambit, uh, a, a a great chess term uh, is I, I never lose. I only win or learn. Mm. Uh, yeah. What a great show! Oh my gosh! What a show! Oh, I play I play chess every single day now. I've watched. You don't have to know. You don't have to know anything about chess. Did you, great did, have we talked about how the the one kid, the one guy that gets his teeth fixed is Dudley from Harry Potter? Yeah. In fact, um, uh, Ava, my youngest, was like, that's Dudley. And there's a guy funny. from Game of Thrones. Yeah. 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 He was also in Love guy. Actually. He's a little kid in Love Actually. Yeah. And he was in like Maze Runner. He always looks like a little kid. Yeah. Yeah. He oh. still does. Even with a mustache. Oh, no. yeah. That guy. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Benny. Yeah. That's a great show. Uh, Jordan or Eric, I watched, uh, as you saw on Facebook, I watched almost one of your Hallmark Christmas movies last night. Yeah, it was, uh, it was not a Hallmark movie, but essentially in spirit it was. It was in in the spirit of the game. Indeed it was. It was terrible. (laughs) Dude, you got, here's the thing with Hallmark movies. You have to just give in. You have to let let go. Hallmark is the the last bastion of something that you can watch where you can completely turn your mind off for an hour and a half and just not even know that you watched anything. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> not even know that you watched anything. Exactly. This uh, this weekend, uh, perhaps uh, in the Rasmussen household, we will be watching Krampus. Ooh. Yeah. Which uh, from 2015 or 2017, 2015, I think, with uh, Tony Collette and who's the guy from Step Brothers? Who's the the other brother, like the successful one? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. What's that guy? That guy. Name? He's he's a good actor. He's funny. He's he's in it too. It's it's actually pretty good for. I mean, Christmas horror movies are kind of stupid, but um, this one in particular, Krampus, very well done. Uh, that's my one, it's my one lifeboat that and, uh, and Die Hard are my lifeboats of, uh, action and horror during the month of December. Something Scott, something Scott. Yes. My, Michael Scott. No. <laughs> Who's Michael Scott? That's somebody. That's the office. Oh, that's the office. Robbie, would you consider Harry Potter a Christmas movie? It's not a Christmas movie. The very but first we watched, one. We watched the, uh, the, the, what is it? It's not a trilogy. The whatever, the whole Harry Potter series, uh, during the month of December. That's kind of a, that's kind of a Christmas, uh, tradition. <laughs> that was actually what, bring that, what did that say again? With, bring that one back. Uh, ask Dojo, uh, with COVID, can you still feel Hallmark <laughs> No, you, which is crazy because you can't feel them anyways. And then you have COVID and you really can't feel them. Like you don't even cry. What's or happening? You don't even cry at all. Nothing. Uh, I, I'll tell you what, we will watch uh, It's a Wonderful Life, and I will oh, cry yeah. like a little girl every that's, time. when they That's start a great bring, movie. That they start great. bringing, everybody brings their money in at the end of the movie. Spoilers, I guess. But, um, and I just, I, I just well up every time. Oh. Just like Titanic. Every time it gets me. Not quite like <laughs> Titanic. <but> uh, nothing <laughs> like Titanic. <laughs> <laughs> the exact opposite of Titanic. <laughs> I, 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 like, I like Titanic. Okay. Anyway. Anyway. 
talking talk about Christmas movies, I gotta ask: Am I the only one that grew up with Mickey Rooney in it, it's a, um, in uh, uh, in um, Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street? You know, I just okay. Now you guys, we're, we're getting off track because we're gonna talk about this on Friday. <laughs> okay, okay, oh, yeah. okay. Well, put a pin. Put a pin in. That's, that's, in. that's a perfect segue into yeah. boys. What's going on this Friday? So Friday, it's the annual Dojo Christmas uh, party. It's Smoke Night Live Christmas. Get your sweaters, baby. Get your get your ugly sweaters. Post them on the Dojoverse all day, and you might win a uh, J.C. Newman Colibre. Uh, it's a really cool box. Like uh, it's amazing. So post that with hashtag ugly sweater all day Friday, and then Friday night it'll be me and Jordan and Robbie and Randy and our special guest Jack Hire from Drew Estate and Nick Labretti from JR Cigars. We're all going to be talking about best Christmas movies, best Christmas cookies, best Christmas presents of all time, uh, cigars oh, that are good to smoke on Christmas. Like, what are cigars that have a good mm. Christmas theme to them? So we'll be talking about all that sort of stuff on Friday. And then get this, guys, Saturday morning on KMA Radio, Jordan and I, we're taking over the show. It's what? Jordan and I taking over KMA Radio, and uh, we will be interviewing Abe and Alex and Paul uh, all for two hours Saturday morning. I think there's going to be a special guest appearance by Rafael Nodal. Uh, it's going to be a great show, uh, so tune in to that on Saturday morning. So we have a lot of stuff going on this weekend, Friday and Saturday, on the dojo. That Very was a funny. Nice. That was that's that's cool. That was a funny comment. No taste sensation. That's uh, new hockey was, name. Was a hockey name. That's, <laughs> I don't know name. hockey name reference, but that was pretty sweet. No taste sensation is pretty good. It sounds like uh, like an '80s uh, punk band, maybe. Mm, I like it. I don't know. <clears throat> anyway, uh, Randy, what do we have uh, next? Uh, it looks like you're texting, so I'll um, I, 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 I'm, <laughs> I'll do your job. That's I, fine. I, I'm, I, I'm sorry. I was I was uh, yes. I am super excited. We are actually, Rob. Can you believe it? We are uh, on our final episode before the wild card final episode of uh, of season two. Uh, so we'll be wrapping up the uh, the cigar wrapper uh, episodes. Uh, for the season with the final San Andreas wrapped cigar. It is the absolutely fantastic Neanderthal from Roma craft. And we will be pairing that with a port wine, a, uh, um, a fortified wine. And so, um, super about excited. Time. About that. Yeah. Yeah. We yeah, had to take this point. long for us to do port. We've been, yeah. I, I, I feel like it's the kind of thing that <laughs> Randy's drunk texting. I feel like it's the kind of thing that I, I bring up, and then I know I've brought it up a couple of times, and we all say, oh, that'd be a great idea, and then it just off into the ether like a fart in the wind. So uh, I'm glad that uh, we uh, reruns after that, exactly, yeah, um, for season three is, is the highlights of seasons one and two. Uh, Randy and I are taking six months off. Um, no, we actually have uh, our season three plan already. Uh, we haven't really quite fleshed it out all the way, but we know what we're going to do, and we're very excited about it. Maybe we'll announce it next week, Randy. Maybe during the wildcard episode. Did we have a plan for the wildcard episode? I know there was something that I wanted to do that I got really excited about like five or six shows ago. And now I can't remember what it was. Okay. Well, uh, <laughs> what, 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 uh, I don't know. I don't know what we're smoking. So hopefully what you're excited about uh, oh, no, is, we is gonna, the pairing. Uh, next, next week, obviously, we already said the pairing. <clears throat> Excuse me. 
for the um, the wildcard episode, we were going to talk about how we kind of, this was the thing that I brought up, or at least what I wanted to talk about, is we would pick our favorite pairings, like what we thought was our perfect pairing from this season. Right. And like, I, don't feel, like, I don't feel like we judge pairings the same way all the time. Mm. Like we, the that's way, right. just right. kind of like the philosophy of pairing, more or less. I mean, that's a terrible title because no one's going to want to tune into that. But to talk about what it is that we look for and what really does give us, like, what really moves the needle when it comes to a pairing? Because like, sometimes we judge pairings based on different things. I know when we did the white wine pairing at the beginning of the season, did we do that with Numero Uno? Yes. Yeah. Sure. That. That's like 20 episodes ago, and I just pulled that out. That's pretty good. But that's how much of an impact it had because we, we had right. such low expectations and it was so different. Um, was it the best pairing of the season? Maybe, maybe not. But we were really quick to give it a thumbs up. And like even this one tonight was not that great of a pairing, but I still give it a thumbs up because I enjoyed it. But did it really did it really enhance either side of my pairing? I don't know. So oh, so you're um, switching to yeah. thumbs down. No. Okay. No, he gives a, actually we should do some stats on that for that wild card because I'm pretty sure Rob gives everything a thumbs up. Um, the, uh, the but 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 the general concept of that final wild card is yeah that I mean, that was the original name we were thinking about for this season is a perfect pairing and so it's you know is it root beer and Corojo is it uh, red wine and Sumatra. Is that was it, good too. Yeah, it was very good. Um, and so, yeah, um, and Eric and Jordan, uh, hopefully you guys will, will be playing along and can uh, take a little bit of time over the next two weeks to think back on all the fabulous pairings that we had this season. And, yeah, I think it'll be fun. Each one of the four of us will, will bring back um, and drink and, and pair with what we thought was the very best one of, of the season. So, like, kind of um, culminate all the learnings uh, that we had and uh, – and figure out what what we think worked the best. And and to your point, Rob. Well, well, we did kind of go back and forth on on what what bar what metric we we uh, uh, determined whether or not it was a good pairing. Uh, I think that just speaks to the subjectiveness of flavor. And, Absolutely. And, and that you know, one thing can move you um, to just falling in love with a pairing. Uh, where a different pairing you might love equally for a completely different uh, response and reason. And, and I think that's, uh, you know, been the fun of the journey of, the, of this season and, uh, and, and kind of seeing that because it happened so organically um, where it was just like, oh, the flavor hook on this one works so well together. I loved it versus, uh, you know, the mojito in, in Connecticut or the Chardonnay in Connecticut where it was just like a, a refreshing and unique different uh, take that most of us don't usually pair those beverages with a cigar um, rather than uh, uh, someone's about to break into Rob's garage since you can't actually see uh, him on, on the podcast. But um, my mail just showed up. OK, uh, so that that being said, um, uh, next week. So I, I already said this week's giveaway. It was my fault for not promoting it ahead of time. So I'm going to make that an extra special one. Um, because we know that everyone tuned in, tuned in because they genuinely like the show. They genuinely like the conversation. And so uh, next week we will again be giving away the final Drew Estate Year of the Rat. Not Dirty Rat, Rob. Like you said on Monday, in, in the, it's the Year of the Rat. Uh, oh, did I say Dirty Rat? My bad. Yeah. So, um, so it's, like, it's a step up. Yeah, I set the <laughs> expectation here, and this is what we deliver. Nice. See? You know what I'm saying? Very, very good. And Craig, 
there's always a Topo Chico pairing going on. We just don't always talk about it. Um, but the um, uh, so so we'll wrap up with that and uh, big giveaway for next week. Again, we'll aim that towards the podcasters. I'll get that promoting uh, immediately here when we get off tonight. And uh, and looking forward to Neanderthal and Port next week. Neanderthal and Port next week. Uh, we'll follow that up with our favorite pairings from the from the season. What I'm really excited to see is what everybody else, what everybody who's tuning in, which ones they pick. That to me is going to be really cool to see. You know, if, if you've been watching all season, which I know 150% of you have been, uh, even Barbara, who just tuned in for this episode. Uh, I know that you guys have all watched these episodes. You watched them, listened to them, what have you. I want to. I want to hear what your favorite pairings were from the season two. So that's going to be really cool to see. Absolutely. Uh, in a couple of weeks, and you've got two weeks to plan for it. So uh, even better. So on that note, uh, we're going to wrap everything up tonight. It was kind of a an up and down, side to side show, bobbing and weaving, if you will. Um, but uh, had a good time, boys. Thanks for checking in in uh, Colorado. Uh, Eric, we wish you a speedy recovery. Uh, I want you to taste things. You seem much happier when you can taste stuff. Yes. <laughs> and yeah, look at him. Look, he's just so he's he's all gruff and uh, just looks like he just he's got aged at least. Just six got years. back from vacation yeah. and has to like you know. I look, I look like I've just spent four years as president of the United States. You know how that works? You know, like, <laughs> guy gets elected, and then, like, four years later, he looks like he's, like, 90 years older. <laughs> that's so true. That's, that's how I feel and look. That, that, that office can take it out of you. Uh, on that note, uh, we'll see you guys next Wednesday. Everybody have a great week. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Be kind to each other. It doesn't cost you anything. We'll see you the day before Christmas Eve as the Ooh. Odyssey continues. Thank you.